Hello and welcome to the Scaling Edge. This is the internet talk program that focuses on the hard-won lessons of battle-hardened entrepreneurs here to share their value with you. I am your host, Michael Brooks. Dan Reyes is in the chair. What's going on? Good to be here. All right. Good to have you. Thank you. Excited to be having you here, all invigorating the show. All right. I'm there ready. Go. Let's go. And Max is here. Always happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. We got Max's own camera today. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Right there by the bar. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, favorite seat. We oh, yeah. have a very exciting uh, exciting guest for us today. Um, a recovering banker. Yeah. He's... Uh, He's the founder CEO of VizBank. Um, am I did I get that right, Brian? VizBanking. Yep. All Viz good. Banking. Sorry. We'll you answer to anything here, Michael. Gotta be banking. All right, fuzzy face. Huh? You can answer to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to have that in a real bank. You you walk into the store, you gotta be clean shaven, tasty, well behaving. But here on the scaling edge, you can have a beard and you can be VizBanking. And uh, exciting to hear what you're doing. Uh, interesting background. Can you can you share a little bit about uh, your background and how you got here? Yeah. Well, thanks, Michael. Great to be here with your audience. Um, I got to banking uh, through the financial crisis, through the last financial crisis. Maybe we're in a different one. We'll come up with a name for it uh, soon enough. But um, I, I joined. Names, Dan? Can you think of some names? Biden economics. Biden yeah. economics. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> I joined uh, GE Capital um, in the middle of the Great Recession, and they asked me to start a bank with two other guys. And I had no idea, other than having a checking account myself and a credit card, I had no idea what banking was all about. And uh, through trial by fire, you know, only with a big bank, only with a big company can you do that in the midst of a Great Recession. They started an $11 billion bank in, from April to August of 08. And uh, I was hooked. So oh. I think, you know, when you when you think about... No, 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 uh, don't skip over. They started an $11 billion bank. How? I mean, that's like what? They yeah. just they, opened they up had, a sign and paid for yeah, the... They had a charter that lighting? they kind of had on the shelf. Okay. Big companies kind of hang on to things like that. Um, so they had $25 million of credit card assets sitting in an industrial loan corporation in Utah. And what they did was they, they were searching for alternative sources of funding for their financial services business. And so they took this charter that was sitting on the shelf. A charter is like uh, a document, a legal agreement between you and the government that says that you can take deposits and make loans. It's a mm -hmm. banking charter. And very simply, they had this charter and they went to the regulators and said, hey, we want to scale up. Hold on a second. Is it what you just said is interesting because you're saying it's a document between you and the government. Isn't it between you and the Fed? Well, it depends who your regulator is. In the case of, of this one, it was an industrial loan corporation that was chartered in the state of Utah. So there's different kinds of banks. Some banks are state chartered. Some mm -hmm. banks are nationally chartered. And right. then, so if you put those into two, you know, we'll do some Venn diagramming here to take us back to fourth grade. Uh, you've got state charters and national charters. And then you have like, to, in today's world, 
lots of non-bank institutions. You also have credit unions. You also have ag credit that does lending in the, in the, those are cooperatives that lend to agricultural enterprises. So you have all, you have this big different ecosystem. And then, so regardless of where you're chartered, then on top of that, you have a regulator or multiple regulators in today's world. So if you're a state charter bank that has federally insured deposits, um, you may be regulated, probably going to be regulated by the FDIC and the state regulator, the state banking regulator. Uh, if you're of a certain size, you're going to be regulated by the Fed um, and the FDIC because they're insuring your deposits. So, you know, you look at the the regulatory landscape and it's all public information. You can know who, you know, you you take the credit card or the debit card out of your wallet. You can look up who regulates your bank. Whether it's the Fed or the government or the state. It could be, yeah, it could be the Fed. It could be the, F, it's probably the FDIC at a minimum. Certain ones will take the lead, right? So the FDIC and the Fed aren't going to both walk into the doors of a bank and do an audit. They're they're going to do a regulatory exam, but they're going to coordinate it and they're going to share information across those agencies. Sounds Sounds like it makes you want to grow a lot of facial hair ultimately just it, even knowing that stuff it it makes you really tired at the end of the day it makes yeah. you drives you to drink and smoke cigars now now we're talking <laughs> so this this i want to get back i want to get in this business more than ever all right so yeah. drinking smoking uh great so you 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 got involved in that you figured out how to build an 11 billion dollar bank with your friends and yep. then what are you doing now? So after, yeah, after doing that, being a bank sales guy and then running a regional bank here in Oklahoma, I left that job. I say before it was cool to uh, change jobs in 2020. I changed jobs in January 2020 and started this uh, financial information service startup. So it's software as a service. We sell information on a platform that has more information than anybody on the 4,700 banks in the U.S., as well as the 5,000 credit unions. So who, who's your customers? Banks? About half of them are banks. The other half are people that are selling something to a bank. Neobanks? You work with the neobanks? We do work a little bit with them. Of course, that's kind of split between those that have pursued a charter themselves and those are that are like looking at banking as a service, you know, use leveraging somebody else's charter. I call it renting a charter. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm very familiar with the neobank landscape here. In the what US. do they, what do they do with, uh, this banking? It lets them see what lets it allows them to visualize the landscape of banks, whether it's their own competitors, whether they're benchmarking themselves. We have a very large people data set. So an interesting fact is since 84, uh, the number of banks has decreased by over 60%. There was 15,000 banks in 84. Today, there's five less than 5,000. Uh, we still have 2 billion people employed by the same, by, by a drastic reduction in number of banks. Same number of people. It's fluctuated between 1.9 and 2.9 We had, people. wait, you said we, in 84, we had 15,000 banks. That's right. And now we have 5,000. Yeah. So I think but we still have 2 million people working for all those banks. 
we have the same number of people working for the bank. So the the chairs on the Titanic yeah. have moved, but the same number of people are there. Well, there's a lot more people in the country now, too. That's true. Yeah. Um, so basically what you're saying is the bigger banks are getting bigger and the smaller banks are dying. Yeah, it's very difficult to run a bank that's called sub $250 million banks. It's a that's a very difficult enterprise. But we but on the other hand, it's also you can make the case that it's what makes the United States a unique economy is actually there's no other place in the world that has the number of banks that we have. We're number one in banks. We're we accessible though. We money. always have that. That's it. We always <laughs> have that to hold our hat. We're letting people into the country every day. So we said, need to increase. Someone yeah. says, why are you the greatest country in the world? We got more banks. Yeah. <laughs> we got we, more banks and we let people in from every country. There you go. Um, we don't, right. we don't let some of them have trouble even opening a bank account. Right. And that's yeah. a whole nother topic. Uh, not so much anymore. I think. Yeah. Although, you think they're getting them? Uh, yeah, I think that it's opening up the, the, the unbanked market has been attractive to the banking world for a very long time and, yep. uh, they should be banked. So people go, well, why can't, uh, why can't we figure that out? Yeah. It's so altruistic. To bank people. It's such a nice thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> Take their money. All right. So uh, what advice are you giving to people that are trying to scale a business in their life? Look, you've, you've figured it out. You I told right, right before COVID. Yeah. You know, and and through, through a hellish time, you figured out how to build and scale a business, right? Yeah. Let's put down the nuances of your business and talk about you, right? And, and, and what you're going to talk to with an entrepreneur in your position that uh, is like, Hey, I, but a few years ago going, dude, I, I got to get out of this space. I need to be able to grow facial hair. And what people may not know, Brian's been growing that since January, 2020. <laughs> and it's, it's right there now. So or last uh, month or last month, <laughs> that would take me eight <laughs> lifetimes to build that, <laughs> that and grow that beard. Mine comes in all patchy and gray. But uh, look, but in a, with like little weird patches of red, <laughs> like I have no red, like it's weird. It, it's just so weird. It's, it's just like this white Santa Claus, scruffy, mangy patches. And some are like on my cheek. Too. We found Santa. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> disgraceful. Um, but uh, okay. Look, uh, entrepreneurial vice, right? Yeah. Getting out there, getting like ah, muscling through the way you yeah. have and Congrats on building such a great company. What well, what is it? What's what what is it that got? Yeah, I, I'd say it's two things. One to to anybody, your bank is likely a bigger partner than your accountant, your lawyer, your fellow investors, um, maybe even your co-founder. Your bank, depending on the kind of business that you're in, and of course, the more capital intensive the business is, or the more transactional, high volume the business is, your bank is likely should be at the top of your list in terms of a partner. You're paying what way? So if you're in a capital intensive business, the cheapest form of capital is debt. Mm -hmm. So your ability to access debt in abundance and at low cost is essential. And that's um, where your, your bank becomes your partner because they can yeah. offer you a relatively low cost of capital. It's always going to be cheaper than equity, right? 
And sometimes just the availability of it, if you're in a great business that has high margins, which I hope your audience is, then it's, and and if it's capital intensive, then the way to pour gasoline on the fire is more debt. Well, then our country is doing great. Yeah, we only got about $30 trillion. Well, the problem is that's not a very high margin business that we're in as a country. Uh, don't we, don't they make like forty percent of what everybody makes? Yeah, I well, mean, I, I think they're after a different thing. They're, I think there are business; they're just not telling us. It may be forty percent of what, like you know, the one percenters make, maybe. But well, what, whatever it is, uh, we appreciate you being on today. We appreciate you sharing your advice. If people want to find you, they want to get in touch with you. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, we're on LinkedIn as well as our own website, vizbanking.com bizbanking.com and we'll throw your LinkedIn page on there. Brian, thank you. This has been fun, man. Great to be with you all. You too, man. Appreciate you being part of our program. Thanks for being on the Scaling Edge. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Thank you.